the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Come on, say, turn it around. Open the windows of heaven. Pour out a blessing. Overflow. Turn it around. Open the windows of heaven. Pour out a blessing. We've got to come today. Welcome to Beyond the Veil, a ministry of Dayspring Chapel. Arise, shine, and excel. Located at 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. As Luke chapter 1, verse 78 and 79 tells us, According to the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high has visited us to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death to guide our feet in the path of peace. Now, let's listen in to today's message from Pastor David Oluwadara. Our identity is very, very important. Like we said, especially when you are dealing with sensitive and personal matters. And we also said that there are several components, several components to, our, to your identity. Several components. It, it has a physical side to it. It has a biological side to it. It has a physiological side to it. It has a psychological side to it. It has even a spiritual side to it. And because of that complexity, it is very, very important. Very, very important. Who are you? Who are you? How do you describe yourself? How do you see yourself? We talked about integrity versus hypocrisy. Integrity is when uh, your talk matches your work. Amen. Integrity is when your talk matches your work. Amen. And hypocrisy is when they don't match. Hypocrisy is creepy and crappy. Integrity is crispy and clean. Amen. Hallelujah. Integrity is crispy and clean. Amen. Crispy and clean. Hallelujah. So we also said that man looks at the outward appearance. So we all try to put out the best appearance. You know, we try to present ourselves very well. We dress well. We wear nice clothes, we wear shoes, and uh, we try to present ourselves very well, you know. In fact, to the extent that uh, some, you know, will, you know, put makeup on and all of that dress and all of that. And uh, First Peter 3 says, uh, don't concentrate too much on that. Not that you shouldn't do that, but don't concentrate on that. What, what should you really dress up? The inward man of the heart. Dress your inward man up. That's a lot. Make up your inward man, so to say. Make your inward man. Try to make your inward man look good. Be strong. Try to make your inward man be beautiful. Because that inward man is what really matters before God. He said that inward man is precious in the sight of God. Amen. So it's not that you should not dress well. You should not look well. You know, you should not have nice clothes on good shoes on, you know how bad it looks if you, 
have nice clothes and you have bad shoes on. It doesn't look good at all. You know, no matter how well you dress up, if you don't have good shoes, the, the, the good shirt and um, you know, suit won't look good. So dress well. But the scripture says what you should really dress up is what? The inward man. Dress up your inward man. The inward man doesn't just get dressed. Just like your outward man doesn't just get dressed. You have to dress up your inward man with the word of God, with the spirit of God, in the presence of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. We also said that um, it is important to know yourself. It is important to know yourself. It is important to know your strengths, your weaknesses, your personality, your identity, your purpose, your taste, your desires, and all of that. However, the Lord is the one that knows us more than we know ourselves. He is the only one who knows us more than we know ourselves. Amen. The truth is, God alone knows you completely. It is important that you know yourself, but you cannot know yourself completely. And don't think you know yourself completely. Only God knows you completely. And we also said that there is no fear in knowing that God knows our, our thoughts. Hmm? If somebody knows your thoughts, somebody knows what you are thinking, you be, begin to be careful about them. You are not free when you are around them because they know your thoughts. In fact, you'll be afraid of them because you don't trust them. But for God, you can be free with him knowing that he knows your thoughts. Because why? He is trustworthy. God is loving and caring. You can just be vulnerable before him. You can be vulnerable before him and your life will still be saved. Amen. And we said that Moses was vulnerable before him when God said, go to Egypt. And he said, I don't want to go. Oh, Lord, I don't want to go. Please, please, please. He was really open to God. He just poured out his feelings to God, his fears and everything. He tabled everything before God because God already knew anyway. And instead of God knocking his head down, God lifted him up. Amen. Many times when we, when we, when we talk, we... We talk as if it's them, it's them, it's them. No, people of the world and all of that. It's very important that we also get on the other side and see ourselves. Amen. I hope you understand that. Hallelujah. Who are you? Who are you? Who are you? In John 1, 24 to 25, now those who were saints were from the Pharisees and they asked him, saying, why then do you baptize if you are not the Christ, not nor Elijah, nor the prophet. They said unto John the Baptist, after asking him, who are you? Are you the Christ? No, I am not the Christ. Are you Elijah? No, I am not Elijah. Are you the prophet? No, I am not the prophet. Who are you? I'm the voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare you the way of the Lord. And those people now said, if you do all these things, all these important things, you are moving things and you are shaking things. You know, you are, you are doing these mighty things. Who are you? Why then do you baptize if you are not the Christ? Because baptizing speaks a lot. Baptizing is not for everybody. It is for those who have been sent by God. So, if you are not the Christ, why are you baptizing? Because who you are, Determines what you do. 
who you are determines what you do. It determines how you carry yourself. It determines how you see other people. It determines how you relate with others. It determines the people you hang out with. It determines a whole lot of things about your life or in your life. Who you are. Who are you in your comfort zone? Who are you in your comfort zone? And where is your comfort zone? There are many. But at homes, at your home, at your house, amongst the people you are comfortable with, how are you? Who are you there? How do you present yourself? You know, in the place where we are comfortable, in our comfort zone, that's when we really show who we are. If when we are not comfortable, what, what do we do? We put up our guards, we present, you know, with a mask, we, we behave ourselves and all of that. We try to, you know, comport ourselves in certain ways because it is not our comfort zone. But when you get your, to your comfort zone, when we get to our comfort zone, what do we do? We really show who we are. So who are you in your comfort zone? Who are you? Genesis 27, verses 18 to 24. Genesis 27, verses 18 to 24. This is interesting. So, he went to his father and said, My father. And he said, Here I am. Who are you, my son? This is Jacob going to Isaac. And Isaac said, Who are you, my son? Jacob said to his father, I am Esau, your firstborn. I have done just as you told me. Please arise, sit, and eat of my game. And your soul will bless me. But Isaac said to his son, How is it that you have found it so quickly, my son? He said, Because the Lord helped me. Isaac said to Jacob, Please come near that I may feel my son, whether you are really my son Esau or not. So Jacob went near to Isaac, his father, and he felt him and said, The voice is Jacob's, but the hands are the hands of Esau. And he did not recognize him, because his hands were hairy like his brother, like his brother Esau's hands. So he blessed him. Then he said, Are you really my son Esau? And Jacob said, What? I am. So repeatedly, Jacob said, I am Esau. And what do you call that? Identity what? Theft. Amen. Identity theft. Wow. Don't worry. There are many people who actually do this. They answer to other people's names. They take up other people's identity because of anything. Especially because of what? Money. They will take up other people's identity. Now about 20 years later, God brought this back to Jacob. Not to condemn him, but to convict him. Amen. You know, you can be convicted and then you have what? Mercy. And you are released. Yeah. Somebody, no, you are, yes, you did it, but we let you go. You are not condemned. You are not sentenced. Convicted, but not sentenced. So God wanted to convict him, to bring him to his knees, so that he would know that he is guilty, but not to condemn him. So God brought this back to him. So we see this in Genesis 32, Genesis 32, from verse 24 to 31. Then Jacob was left alone. And a man wrestled with him until the breaking of day. Now, when he saw that he did not prevail against him, he touched the socket of his hip. And the socket of Jacob's hip was out of joint as he wrestled with him. And he said, let me go for the day breaks. But he said, I will not let you go unless you bless me. So he said to him, 
what is your name? He said, Jacob. And he said, your name shall no longer be called Jacob, but Israel. For you have struggled with God and with men and have prevailed. Then Jacob asked him, saying, tell me your name, I pray. And he said, why is it that you ask about my name? And he blessed him there. So Jacob called the name of that place Peniel, for I have seen God face to face, and my life is preserved. Just as he crossed over Penuel, the sun rose on him, and he limped on his hip. This was an encounter with God. We hope you have been blessed by today's broadcast. Come worship with us at Dayspring Chapel, located at 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. Again, that's 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. Sunday worship is at 1 p.m., Bible study and prayers on Wednesday at 7.30 p.m. You may contact Pastor David for prayers or counseling at 857-266-0778. Again, that's 857-266-0778. Until tomorrow at this same time, Monday through Friday, arise, shine, and excel. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.